Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and I'm the president and CEO of an organization here in the Inland Empire called Million Kids, millionkids.org. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at three o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, aren't you glad the elections are over? I don't know about you, but it's like, you know, give it up, folks. Whatever is going to be is going to be. And we fought hard, some of us, you know, and uh, I try not to get political in my business because we're in the business of saving kids. And that isn't political. That isn't a right or a left. But every now and then something happens where you have to stand up and say what's right. And that's where I'm at today. This is not the first time I've talked about this. So for those of you who don't normally listen to the show, this show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. We call that Million Kids because more than a million kids have been trafficked throughout the world. And then, of course, now it's in the several millions. But when we started back in 2015, we didn't, or excuse me, 2008, and then uh, here in the U.S., 2012. Excuse me, I can't get that right, 2010. You know, we've been doing it 12 years now here in the U.S. And at the time, that seemed like a big number. But, of course, it's only gotten a lot, lot worse over time. In fact, people ask me, you know, I've been combating human trafficking, and the big one is sextortion, um, you know, online blackmail with uh, for our kids. And, and that is just getting horrible. It's just unbelievable. I don't know about you, but there are days lately when I just look at all this and I think, where is this nation headed? What happened to our moral values? Uh, what happened to protecting the innocent? Uh, not getting them a sex change and not letting their folks know about it. Now that's not protecting the innocent. Uh, people would like you to believe that, but I don't believe that at all. And uh, this other bill, which I'm going to talk about extensively today, is SB 357. Now you've heard me talk about it in the past, but it's always amazing to me the number of people who have no idea what's coming down the pike right here in California. And uh, God knows I've done everything I know to do to say it. I've talked about it on the radio. I, I bought a lot of press releases. I fought hard against it up on Capitol Hill. I did everything I knew to do, and yet we lost. And uh, I'll tell you, as that saying goes, the chickens are about to come home to roost. Or let's put it a different way. We're starting to see women of the night coming from all parts of the earth to come to our California so that they can make money. And hopefully they will keep that money and not have it taken away from them through some pimp or cartel. So we're going to talk about this bill today because I feel the need to to really clarify it. Before I go too far on it, I want to just give you a little bit of the history of this bill so that you understand it. I, I ran into some old friends last night and I was telling you that I just gotten off a call where they were talking about how it's already kicking in and they had never heard of it, never heard of it. I'm like, where have you been? Uh, this bill is called SB 357. The, the title of the bill is Safer Streets for All Act. It was proposed by the ACLU. And uh, in fact, I, I printed off here, but let me give you the timeline first, because this is one of the things that really 
really quite bothers me. This bill actually passed, let's see, it was signed on um, July 1st, okay? Uh, no, uh, let me let me get this correct. It passed last September, a year ago, September, that would be 2021. On September 10th, uh, it passed the bill. Now, this is a bill that is called the California Safer Streets Act for All. It was uh, proposed and written by the ACLU, and it was passed by and proposed by Senator Weiner. And I'll do the reading on that in a minute. But it actually passed. One of the things that's unique to me about this bill, is, and maybe this is how it's done on Capitol Hill, I haven't followed that many bills, then it actually passed the House and then the Assembly and all the public safety committees, and it was finalized by September 10th. Now, I was of the opinion once a bill does that, they send it right off to Newsom, Governor Newsom, and he signs it. But that did not happen. It was held at Senator Weiner's desk as of 9-10 of 2021. Interesting enough, the recall election was 9-14. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, you held it till after the recall election. Now it's going to go to Governor Newsom. And we were all fighting and fighting and, uh, you know, making uh, uh, appeals to Governor Newsom's office to please not sign this bill. It's a bill that will change our society in in my opinion, in some of the worst ways. It will change your neighborhood. It will change your environment. It will affect your level of safety. And we made all of those arguments before it was signed. So it was held, it was passed uh, and held on September 10th. The recall election came and went. The primary election came and went. And Governor Newsom won. That was on 6-7, the primary, and finally on July 1st of this year, Governor Newsom signed that bill. But nobody really talked about it. Nobody really, they put out a press release, uh, they, they put out their opinion of it, and nobody really talked about it except for people like myself. And now we're starting to see the results of it right out here in the Inland Empire and in Los Angeles and San Francisco and San Diego and San Jose, all over Fresno, Bakersfield. It has already started. So let me share with you. This bill was proposed by the ACLU. This is what it, they call it. Criminal Justice and Policing, Reproductive Justice and Gender Equity. Everyone has a right to feel safe in their communities. This is the ACLU talking. California's law that criminalizes loitering with intent to commit prostitution gives law enforcement a tool to harass and discriminate against black and trans communities, particularly women of color. The Safer Streets for All Act will take away this outdated and subjective penal code section, which has for too long allowed law enforcement to criminalize and harass someone based on the color of their skin, their gender, or how they choose to make a living. They went on to say that SB 357 will repeal California law that allowed for targeted discriminatory practices and on and on. And so what they're saying and what this bill has done is rewritten the penal code for loitering for prostitution in California. 
law enforcement will no longer be able to intervene if you are loitering for the purposes of street prostitution. Here's the statement from Governor Newsom's office. Again, the Safer Streets for All will help to protect all people from discriminatory arrests, harassment based on how they dress or their profession. So it goes on and it says SB 357 repeals a Jim Crow law that criminalized black and trans people in public places. Uh, This is a statement from Fatima Shabazz of Decrim Sex Work Coalition that uh, you may not be aware, but California has a very strong uh, sex workers union because of the porn industry. And uh, they they make literally hundreds of millions of dollars in creating pornography um, videos and like that. So this law will rewrite the penal code. And it's that simple. Now, when Governor Newsom signed it, he said, now, this will not uh, legalize street prostitution. You know, help me, folks, help me. If you have a law that says that law enforcement cannot intervene if you are loitering for soliciting for street prostitution, then how does that not legalize street prostitution? Law enforcement can no longer intervene. So how does that not legalize it? And when Governor Newsom signed it, he said this does not legalize it. But for the life of me, if law enforcement cannot intervene, then you're going to legalize street prostitution. It goes on to say that if you... um, if you have actually had a history, if you've been picked up for uh, buying or selling commercial sex, if you've been arrested, if you've been sentenced, or if you've been incarcerated, all of that will be removed from your record. So what is happening is we're starting to see the effects of it. We're still six weeks out from the implementation of this bill. And already in many places within the state of California, we are starting to see the streets being flooded with street prostitution, with pimps, with gangs, and with people wanting to make money off of other people because they already know law enforcement can't intervene. And in fact, if they're sentenced, they can get out early. My name is Opal Singleton. This is Exploited Crimes and Technology. We'll be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call The Barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. 
planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of MillionKids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids. And we have been combating human trafficking and sextortion in a big way for many, many years right here in the Inland Empire. We're not the biggest in the business, but we're tough and we're mighty. And we are out there wherever we can to keep our kids safe from predators. And I'm going to tell you, this bill is not helpful, in my opinion. So this bill that is written, one of the sponsors is the Decrim Sex Work California. It's a coalition of current and former sex workers, organizers, and allies who use political education, advocacy, and community outreach to advance the human rights, safety, and well-being of people in the sex trade. The coalition uses anti-criminalization framework to move forward towards a more equitable and just society in connection with other movements for racial and gender justice. I don't disagree with the assumption that they're coming out. Uh, You know, uh, it is true that if you go over to L.A., which is where they did their study, by the way, was over in Compton in a a large um, proportion uh, was black and brown women of color and transgender women have been stopped and arrested at a disproportionately high rate. That would be true in Compton. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. And I do believe that we've got to do everything we can to help the women who are in that life that are being abused. You see, uh, everybody kind of talks like, you know, all of this is just a choice. And uh, I agree that if you're an adult woman or male, and that's what you want to do, then you have a right for your body. Up till now, it wasn't legal. And so you did pay a price if you got picked up. 
And really what we had done over the past few years that is not acknowledged here is we had all kinds of services. So especially the female wanted to get out of the life, she could just simply reach out to one of the service agencies and we're right there with the police and she could go and not be arrested and not have it on her record. And even if she had it on her record in the past, we have all kinds of pro pro bono legal people that could help that get off her her, record. record. So don't disagree with some of the argument that goes on it, but their whole premise here is they have to protect these women from from law enforcement. Who is going to protect these women from pimps? Who is going to protect these women from cartels and from gangs and organized crime? It can't be law enforcement because they're no longer allowed to intervene. So while they've they've addressed one segment of the problem, they're missing several very large segments that nobody is talking about, that many of these women are really treated poorly. And I've been combating this for 12 years. I've seen it all. And I'm going to tell you that those women and transgender and gay people that decide to go into commercial sex will end up paying a very large price. Ultimately, they may start out as independent contractors in their mind. And this is really true when you get into webcam sex. But what will happen is somebody will come along. Maybe it looks like a boyfriend. Maybe it looks like a business partner. Maybe it looks like a marketing opportunity because, hey, you're not charging enough. And you need better social media and let me help you. And pretty soon you're giving a percentage of everything you own. Even in a webcam sex, the percentage is usually at least 40% plus another 15 uh, to the credit card company. So you're really only making 35%. That kind of sounds like pimping to me, but I guess you can call it a business arrangement. But the problem of it is, is that this is controlled by a lot of gangs and a lot of cartel. And they will put you out for hour upon hour upon hour, and you don't get a lot of choices. You're you're moved around from motels, you're beaten, you're raped, uh, people don't pay, they demand all kinds of things, and you can't get free. And especially if you're from another country and you're being exploited on our property, the first thing that you will hear from one of those victims is, I don't have a choice because they're holding my passport and threatening my family back home. So this bill has passed. Now, I'm highly suspicious of the timing of it because it did pass way back when. It was uh, back in October of 2021, but it didn't get signed until two more elections passed. And then it passed on July 1st, but almost nobody has talked about it. And it's amazing to me the number of my friends who don't know. And I'm like, how can you possibly not know? I spent the whole year last year fighting this. I ran into two friends last night, and they neither one of them had ever heard of it. And they're smart, informed business people. I, I told uh, my doctors, and he said, are you kidding me? And he went and looked it up, and he goes, my guy, how can nobody know about this? Well, that's a question I have to ask is how did they keep it so quiet? How do you take a bill that's signed and uh, that is approved way back last October and then it doesn't get to Governor Newsom's desk until two elections later 
And then it's signed with a very quiet little press release and almost no visibility. How does that work? And what will be the effect of all of that? Well, I'm very concerned, as a lot of other people are, because the way this bill is written is that if you've already been charged or sentenced, it'll go away. You just petition for it and it goes away. If you're incarcerated for it, you'll get out. And it's that simple. And here's the problem. The word is already on the street. Pimps are already moving in from all over the United States with their girls to make money. I'm part of a large group of people that are fighting this. And I sat in and heard a lot of testimony. And I've talked to a lot of people that have already started to see it. In San Diego, they say there's already a two-block area down by the military base where they're walking around with G-strings and uh, and uh, very flimsy tops and uh, very high heels and soliciting already because they know that even if they get charged or picked up, then uh, it'll already be taken off their record based on this law. So it's already started down by the military bases. Same way with several of the other cities that I heard where there's cars going up and down the alleyway. You see, this bill is not like, for instance, street prostitution or legal prostitution in Nevada. In Nevada, it's in a contained in an area like a brothel. Uh, There are health regulations in it. There are government regulations to make sure that the girls are not manipulated or hurt or trafficked, although it is believed that at least one-third of the girls, even in Nevada, even though it's regulated, are still being trafficked. But what is going to happen here is it will be on every street corner in California. I want you to think about the timing of this bill, because this is what concerns me. We have open borders. We have millions of people here that owe money to a coyote. We have 45,000 homeless people in L.A. We have people coming in from China and Southeast Asia, Korea, South Korea, uh, Taiwan, Thailand, Vietnam. And these women come in and are put in massage parlors and all of that money, all of that money, those girls don't get that money. All of that money goes back to the Chinese cartel or the Russian cartel or the Eastern European cartel. And we're seeing this huge influx of the border from people from Nicaragua, Nicaragua, I can't say that word, and Cuba, okay, and Guatemala, people who are poor, but more important, people who don't have access to a lot of money, but owe the cartel. And you don't see them going home. They're going to be exploited right here in our territory. We're already seeing that L.A. is a dumping ground to make money. The word on the street in L.A. is that the pimps own the street. The gangs own the street. Ninety percent of our cases are gang related here in in, uh, Riverside and San Bernardino area. So this is going to go nowhere good, in my opinion. I am very, very concerned. But what is even more concerning is how little anybody knows what is about to happen and how little they're able to to understand. Is there a way to stop it? Well, you can certainly give your opinion to the governor, but we all did that. At one point, we had over 4,000 letters going up there about why this shouldn't be happening. 
but this administration seems to be on a particular direction and it isn't going to apparently not going to be listened to. But I'm going to tell you the old tracks, the old blades that you used to know back in 2010, 2005 on Florida Avenue, on University Avenue, on G Street, on Holt Boulevard, you're, they're all coming back. We had cleaned them up, but they're all coming back. And it's coming to a community near you, maybe in front of your house or your business. This is Opal Singleton. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet, more than 6 billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to thank you for listening and letting me share your heart, my heart to you. I have uh, done this business for a long time and I thought mm, maybe I need to just walk away and let it go. But when you see the, where this is headed, it is very, very difficult to do this. Our organization is Million Kids, and uh, normally we take calls from parents when they have a kid that that is, uh, you know, fallen in love online, and or they got hot and heavy in a video game chat room, and somehow the photo went out there, whether it was live streamed or whatever. And I take those calls. I, I run, we run, not me, because there's more to me and kids than me, but uh, Dina and Chris and I and Nancy and, you know, Linda and Tanya, all of us, uh, you know, we operate Million Kids, Missing Kids. That's one of our ministries that we do uh, because literally uh, so many kids are disappearing now especially after they've sent a, a photo, you know, with 63% of kids, I got the 
number wrong, 58% of kids who send a naked photo will go out and they'll sneak out of the house or they'll leave school early or they sneak out in the middle of the night to meet up with their pedophile trying to get that photo back and they end up being violated. So that's our normal work that we do. We also serve as a training outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force. And that's an amazing group of men and women. Uh, you know, ultimately I report to Chad Bianco, but I run my own nonprofit, so I don't have a, a job with them, but I do work with them. And uh, I'm grateful that he doubled the size of the Human Trafficking Task Force in Riverside County. I mean, just think about what we're experiencing right now. We have, you know, we have totally just a, a corridor coming up from the desert and from the border. And we're just overwhelmed in Riverside County. We have a lot of young people that fall in love online or they think they're going to, you know, uh, meet up with some hunky guy. And the next thing you know, he's a pimp and they're in prostitution. And this law that I'm talking about is a bill for adults, okay? Anytime a child is engaged in commercial sex in California, they are a victim of human trafficking. And that is the work of our human trafficking task force for the most part is that I've educated, I quit counting at 500,000, who knows how many we've done now, but uh, I educated in schools and churches and seroptimists and like that. I'm doing a lot more by social media now just because of the cost of gas. And also, you know, I'm, I need to reach more people faster at this point. So that is our normal work. But when I saw this bill come up last year, I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it, you know, and uh, I mean, I got a whole lot of you. Some of you donated. We wrote letters, lots and lots of letters. I I tried to get the public's attention. I wrote press releases. I did social media. I hammered away on, on this radio station. Thank you for listening. And I, you know, I just could not believe that our state would actually do this. But they did pass SB 357. They passed SB 107. That's the bill where anybody 12 years of age or older can come from out of state and get a sex change operation, and we're going to pay for it. And I'm like, they're not even through puberty, you know, and then they're going to separate them from the parent. The parent can, the child can do that and not have the parent involved. I'm saying at 12, you haven't even completed puberty. Uh, I I want to buy a billboard. This is a one-way road. Think before you do this. Okay, <laughs> that isn't exactly what I was going to say, but it's a public radio, so we'll be good. Okay, but I really want to go, hey, son, pay attention here. You know, this is a one-way road you're thinking of doing. And uh, for us to pass a bill to allow people to come from all over the United States without their parents, I, I just, uh, the state is headed in a way that kind of breaks my heart. And uh, and but I'm going to fight and I'm asking you, you know, to be known, to take note and especially to con to get involved with your children. Let them know values. We got to go back to old fashioned values because our kids are going to see so much prostitution before they ever even get through puberty. OK, because of the change in this law. So I heard some folks over in L.A. saying that uh, they've already had two girls that shot each other. 
that uh, they went up and down Figueroa. Now, Figueroa is a known track or a blade. That's where prostitution takes place. Uh, but it's in a residential area. So they have a real problem because kids go out and pick up used condoms and, you know, they're they're targeted. How can they play outside? Because you have this element going on. They, they said that in a two block area, they counted more than 40 girls. And uh, some of them are like bent over a car with very scantily dressed and and like that. And in fact, that's what they're saying. Law enforcement can't intervene because just because somebody's out there mostly nude and leaned over a car soliciting prostitution, law enforcement will have to look the other way. They had two girls shot them. One girl shot her pimp. Uh, later on, they had pimps killing the girls. This is coming from uh, the LAPD group. You know, they said the gangs over in L.A. are already starting to take control of the streets again because they can. Prostitution is a primary source of income for gangs who often are connected to cartels. The reason for that is that think about that. If you're selling guns or if you're selling drugs, every time you sell them, you have to go get more. But if you're selling people, there's no end to how often you can sell a person. And that is what is beginning to happen. They're taking control of our streets over there. And this is very difficult. One of the challenges here is how does law enforcement determine when a minor is being trafficked? Because if you can't intervene with street prostitution, you know, there's it's hard to tell when a 16, 17 year old girl has makeup on if she's 16 or 19. And if you can't intervene, how are we going to be able to assist those people? This is really going a bad direction, in my opinion. You know, think about what is happening right now. We have almost three million people come into our country and most of them are undocumented, and some of them, many, I would be willing to say half, owe money to a coyote. And they're not bad people, but in order to get into our country, you have to pay somebody. And if you don't have it, you sell flowers and oranges. Or now, guess what? You'll get to sell yourself and maybe your other family members. And you can because law enforcement won't be able to intervene. I'm really worried about the homeless people. Think about that, 45,000 people just in L.A. Now, I'm going to tell you, I see a huge increase out here in the Inland Empire. And you don't know how to deal with that. You don't know how to help them. Some of them are drugs. Some of them are you know, dealing with mental illness. Uh, you just don't know who and what is safe to intervene. But think about it. You know, somebody's going to come along to them and say you want to make 20 bucks. And this is how you do it. So I have yet to understand how they can propose this as the California Safer Streets Act. Nothing looks safer to me with this bill already over on Holt Boulevard is loading up. We're already seeing it over in San Bernardino. I listened to a group up in uh, Northern California. They they were saying one girl is out there with with just a basically a G G string and a, a light little top leaned over a car because she can't. And the thing of it here is there are no limitations. It doesn't say you won't be able to do this in front of a business. You know, uh, it doesn't say you can't do this in front of a church. 
It doesn't say you can't do this in a residential area. And I just say to myself, how does this make California streets safer if this is taking place? It doesn't say that you can't do it in front of small children. Uh, uh, How does that work? It doesn't say that you can't do it in front of schools. It is not like in Nevada where it's inside, where it's protected, it's enclosed and, you know, truly would make your streets safer. All of this bill is called the California Safer Streets Act. And again, I'm highly suspicious about the fact that it that it got signed, that it got approved almost a year before Governor Newsom was given it to sign. And yet almost nobody knows about it. And I think that's got to change. And I appreciate you listening to this. I hope you will share this. Go home and look it up. Don't take my word for it. Go home and look up SB 357 and see what you think of this bill. Take a look around and see if this is going to change everything. Because I believe that a lot of our young people now, and again, this is an adult bill, but when they see other people out there supposedly making $200 or $500, they're going to see it as a career path and off they go. This is Opal Singleton. I'll be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mama Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini, bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590 The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of me and kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. 
from basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton, and I so much appreciate you listening to the show. My heart is heavy as I'm sharing this. I, uh, you know, I'm past the point of being, uh, you know, street marching up and down and screaming and yelling. I did most of that last year. I'm just trying to make sure you're aware because I just cannot believe my eyes when I keep talking to people that have no understanding. I also believe that you're never going to find out about this bill until we're deep in the weeds of it. You know, the ACLU, the sex worker people, the governor Newsom, all of these people have a way of not bringing it to your attention. It reminds me a little bit about the border. I shouldn't go there because I get really, really upset. But, you know, we see these pictures of people coming across the border over there in Eagle Pass. My heck, they are lined up by the hundreds, over a thousand sometimes at a time, lined up, coming in. Yeah, and, and I say to my, and then we hear on the TV you know, the, the spokespersons, the uh, senators, that all the way to the top. No, that's not really happening. And I'm saying to myself, what did I just see? Are you telling me I'm blind? Uh, are you telling me that I'm not able to uh, discern the truth? I mean, when I see literally millions of people coming in, and it's all about money laundering, and this is where we're headed, folks. You know, we've had a couple of, well, not a couple, we've had several very large foreign national sex trafficking rings right here in the Inland Empire. If you follow Million Kids, which I hope you do at millionkids.org, by the way, I'll just share with you, we've developed our own uh, chat room. It's called Million Kids Supporters, and I analyze cases and put it on there. If you want to get a free education on things like sextortion and social media exploitation or or uh, sex trafficking, just go to uh, Facebook. I'm not a fan of Facebook, by the way, but, but we're gonna we're gonna use them. Uh, but go to MillionKids.org and sign up for that newsletter because I send out insider alerts, and that way, just in case we get taken off Facebook again, then. And we have a backup, but I've developed a room so that you can join the conversation. And I really want to do that because so many people are naive about this. You know, I'm not some radical that runs up and down the street screaming, the sky is falling. I honestly don't believe that at least up till now that sex trafficking is everywhere. I don't believe that at all. It is very targeted, very targeted. And I've worked in it long enough to know. But and and you know they they prey on foster kids, homeless, runaway kids, you know, any kid that will meet up with some guy online, all of those. So it isn't everywhere yet. But with us opening this up to the street, 
not only is it going to be a lot more prevalent, it's going to be a lot more visible to you. Right now, sex trafficking kind of hides in the dark. And if you're if you don't hang out in certain kinds of places, you probably aren't going to see it yourself. Or when you do see it, it'll be a rare occasion. But with this kind of thing taking place out on the street, what is about to happen is people are going to be brought in from all over the U.S. to make money and send that back to a cartel, a gang, organized crime, you know, something in China, something in Taiwan, something in Philippines or uh, Thailand is a common one that that is taking place here in the U.S. I um may have shared with you in the past, we've had some of the largest rings right here in the Inland Empire, uh, the Paredes family ring uh, right out of Colton, you know, bringing in 14-year-old girls and accompanied minors, selling them from Ventura to to Palm Springs. And uh, those poor girls, they thought they were going to come here for the American dream, but they were tricked and put into family business. Uh, One out of Chino Hills was $1.5 million in cash, Renda, a mother and her daughter. You know, they are uh, selling women from Korea and South South Korea and China right here in the Inland Empire, um, had over 20,000 sex ads. That's not a small enterprise. This is all about using people to make money. When those women are brought in and forced into those acts, they don't get the money, okay? That money was going back to that woman who was sending it back to the cartel, Sophia Navas is the name, and she's been already sent to prison and and uh, charged on that. But the thing I want you to see is that they will be bringing people from all over the United States, from all over the world, and putting them in our communities because they can. And we're being told, no, that's really not going to happen. It is already happening, and the bill has not yet been implemented. It starts January 1st, but because they know there is a clause in there that they can't be arrested, they're already coming in. You're seeing 40 people in a two-block area over in L.A. walking the streets in five-inch heels bent over cars, and they already know that this is going to go on. Our society is about to change. And uh, I mean, I'm fine. Prove me wrong. I'd love it if you could prove me wrong. But we are seeing it and we're seeing it all over California. Well, folks, my name is Opal Singleton. I feel like sometimes I'm the voice crying in the wilderness. I appreciate you listening. This is hard stuff to listen to. It's Saturday afternoon and I know you want to just have a good time. But also, I'm going to ask you to take the blinders off and look around. And see if you don't start seeing the changes that are coming. I appreciate each and every one of you that support our work or that write to me. Uh, I get these letters saying how something in our lives uh, where we've connected back and forth has changed your life. And uh, I always appreciate those letters. You can do that at Opal, O-P-A-L, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. I appreciate that a lot. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate those of you that send checks and donate to our organization. We're a small organization. I had no desire to ever be a big corporation. You know, I'm not a world vision. I'm not. When we get funding, it goes right back out to do the deal that we are after to do, whether it's educating kids, whether it's getting that movie in schools, whether it's educating parents, whether it's uh, 
interacting and helping a family uh, that maybe has a kid that's being blackmailed or assisting a, a person in the life of, of commercial sex. All of those things make a difference. So if you can help us, I truly appreciate it. You can do that by going to millionkids.org. It shows you how to send us a check or make a donation online. I try to uh, see every donation online and respond to it and and uh, like that. But folks, we got to get sober here. We need to get our attention. We cannot keep pretending this is not happening it's happened. It passed. It passed a long time ago. They quietly slid that in. And they want you to believe that California streets are going to be safer because of this bill. I'm going to tell you just the opposite. If there's ever a time in my entire life where I wish I was wrong, it's right now. But I don't believe I am. We're already seeing it. And it ain't pretty. It is not pretty. I need to clean up my English. Your children might be listening. Sorry about that. I appreciate all of you that are helping with this, but look around. You can write to me and tell me what you're seeing. I don't know what we can do at this point, except to take our kids, set them down and say, you know what? You can take the high road or you can take the low road, but if you take that low road, you're going to pay a price. And somehow, some way, we need to take our streets back here in California. We've just come through an election and that isn't going to happen right away. And uh, But, you know, we have to vote on our conscience. We have to vote on our morality because these people, I believe, are probably headed to Washington and they didn't listen. They said they listened, but they were on a mission and they have passed it and they passed it quietly. And this is like a quiet cancer moving through the streets of California. And one day you're going to wake up about a year from now and go, how did we get here? It wasn't an accident when we did. And I hope you remember how this started, where this came from and why our streets are about to change. So thank you. I want you guys to have a great week. We're headed into Thanksgiving week. And, uh, you know, I, I want to tell you how important my family is to me. I have a new husband. Well, he's not that new because we've been together three years and been married too. But, you know, I, I lost my husband uh, about five years ago. I lost my daughter to COVID. And, uh, you know, family's everything. Folks, stop and put your arms around your kids. Put your arms around each other. And by the way, if you have elderly parents, put your arms around them. They need love too, by the way. <laughs> Get, you know, let each other know how proud you are of each other and how, how much each other means to us. And, and, you know, as you know, for million kids, our favorite line is, I believe in you. Use that line this week in your family and enjoy them. You folks have a happy uh, vacation time, holiday time. See you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. 
So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, Educate Yourself About How to Keep Our Kids Safe in This Day of Changing Technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer.